G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our Eurovision Weekly Update. A little bit later this week because we have been waiting on a couple of countries to finalise Eurovision, haven't we? Absolutely. We thought if we're going to talk about things, we might as well just wrap it all up in a neat little bow there, Dale. Yeah, we don't want to drag it out another week <laughs> like some countries um, did, but we will get to them in a moment. We have some good news though. We are going to... Turin. We certainly are at this stage. All uh, leave approved and yeah. things booked and unless there's something awful happens again, so we can't really count our chickens, we no. will get on the ground. I'll believe it when we actually land in Turin. Um, <laughs> there'll probably be a plague of locusts on the way or something <laughs> to stop us going. So we will be on there for two weeks um, covering it on the ground, which is very exciting. So, yeah, something for us to start planning and looking forward to. Very exciting. Our first live Eurovision since uh, 2018 in Lisbon. Yeah, God, that is a long time. Long time. We come. were meant to be at the last couple, but anyway. Mm-hmm. But anyway, talk about Eurovision. We have the full 40 songs now, don't we, Mike? We certainly did. Our final entry was released only this morning here in Australia. This is from Azerbaijan, Nadia Rastomli with Fade to Black. He is 22 years old. He's from Salyan in Azerbaijan, and he was recently crowned the winner of The Voice uh, Azerbaijan, taking the title there in January, so recently crowned. And his mentor on the show was none other than Eldar Gasimov, the very popular winner of Eurovision 2011 as part of the duo <laughs> L and Nikki. One mm. of your favourites, that one, isn't it? Oh, it's one of something. <laughs> uh, I, I quite like the song, so, you know. But uh, what do we think of uh, Azerbaijan's entry? Yeah, look, it's all um, it's all very good. It's all very competent. Uh, it's a very simple, soft kind of man ballad. I wouldn't say there's any real massive moments. There's a few they should have chucked in there. Um, it's an interesting vocal for him. I was watching some of his voice um, uh, performances. He's got a very lo- he's got a great range, falsetto mm. down to really quite a deep baritone. Um, and this felt. Like it didn't really take a lot of advantages of that. So uh, look, it's all very, it's all very there and very good. Um, it's something to work with. It's not dead in the water. But I tell you what, I don't think many fans were that excited to wait that long to get that song. <laughs> yeah, look, um, it, it's a Scandinavian written ballad, but I will say I don't think it ticks all the cliche boxes like a Scandinavian ballad normally would, which I like. I do like the song itself. I think it gives him lots of room for vocal play from mm, when he performs true. it live so I think there's another gear here somewhere in this song um, I think it's going to be very popular with juries to be honest particularly if they uh, if they get it right with the whole staging and him lifting it a little with that vocal uh, and we always know Azerbaijan do pretty well on the tally vote so yeah I think this might go alright interesting to note he is in the same half of the semi-final as Sheldon from Australia but uh, two very different kinds yeah. of ballads and maybe that's why Azerbaijan's kept it down a little give itself its own point of difference. That's true. I also like, and they've got in the instrumentation some that, whatever that instrument is that Azerbaijan uses every time, (laughs) just that kind of noise thing, um, which says, 
yeah, I'm from Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. And if you're at least going to make that, if you're going to do something quite Scandi and safe, yeah, chuck a few elements in like that just, just to help give it a little bit of something. Like Chingas did something very similar in mm-hmm. um, 2019. So I thought that was quite clever. Yeah, they do that pretty well, don't they, Azerbaijan? Well, just over the controversial border to Armenia, um, they were the second last song to be revealed on the weekend, and it was Rosalyn with Snap. So I'm snapping one, two, where are you? one here the song itself was co-written um, by rosa uh, she was involved in the songwriting with tamar caprellian who was part of genealogy in 2015 and some national finals since mm, an ill-fated national final appearance issue it certainly was but also a whole bunch of other american songwriters including someone from the voice someone who's written for dua lipa and good songs of dua lipa as mm. well so Interesting, and um, yeah, I think you can hear there's an international sound to this more than maybe an Armenian sound. What did you think of it? Yeah, very familiar sound to this one, isn't it? Um, I guess the the obvious comparison is, for me, uh, the Dan- Danish entry by Ben and Tarn, which never got to make the stage, unfortunately, in 2020. Um, look, I-, I really liked their song, and unsurprisingly, I really quite like this song as well, to be honest. Uh, um, yeah, look, really easy listening to and very instant likable for me. That's you're very positive about these ones tonight. Uh, look, I am. Uh, look, I think yes, it is very. I'm surprised to not see Danish songwriters on here. To be to be fair, because it's so similar to Benetton and uh, the was it yes or say yes say yes yeah. So um, yeah, it sounds like a chilled out version of that. And mm. what was really good about that that Danish song, it had a bit of oomph and a bit of power and something and a bit like bam. This is just like this on Prozac. Oh, okay. <laughs> this You're is not just, so positive on this one. It's just a bit slowed down and a bit dull for me because at least that one had to be like, boom, boom, boom. And this does have the beats and the claps and all that kind of stuff, but it's just a little bit too, um, I don't know. I just feel it's not, it's a bit too chill. Uh, uh, and also, I really don't like the fact that this sounds like nothing Armenian about uh, this whatsoever. It's so generic. Yeah, it wouldn't be the only entry this year that doesn't sound or doesn't have a national flavor. Uh, look, I mean, I will say it's probably a a simple-ish kind of song. I mean, it's very instant, but it is very simple. So I don't know if juries are going to be, you know, clamoring for this one. But at the same token, I could imagine it sort of um, appealing to that singer-songwriter kind of vibe or mm. that kind of juror. Um, I, I do worry about where the points will come from this one because, yeah, is it going to grab attention from the jury vote, uh, from the tally vote, for example? Not so sure, but I, I do like the song itself. Well, look, I think this is one we're going to agree to disagree on because, yeah, I just, I find it, I don't see what it offers. I agree with you that where are the points coming from because who is this appealing to? I don't know who. There's better songs of everything else that's done in this. What I find really odd is it'd be so late. And I think the advantage of being late is you can maybe have a couple of songs up your sleeves. Check out the competition. What's going to stand out? This is competing against a whole bunch of songs like it. And it's probably one of the weakest of the bunch. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. We will agree to disagree. Well, last week, Del, we got our official entry from Malta. Now, we won't go into the whole thing just yet, 
But first, let's have a listen to Emma Muscat and I Am What I Am. Co-written and produced by Dino Medenhodzic, who is the same man who produced the Melfest runner-up from 2021, Little Tot by Dotter. Um, can you see any similarities in this one, perhaps? You can almost sing along to it at the same time <laughs> at points. Yep. Uh, fair enough. And look, I loved Little Tot, so I've got to say, I quite like this one as well. What do you think about this one, Doug? Yeah, look, I mean, this is Scandi, right? Uh-huh. It is. It's. It's got that sound, and this is not unusual for Malta to do. They generally come up with something that has some jury appeal, um, that gets some uh, get some love there. Definitely has a Scandinavian sound. It even has a bit of gospel in there as uh-huh. well, which they've been using in the last couple of years. So it's not a massive surprise. Do I think this new song, this reincarnation of Malta this year, is that much better than the other one? Not maybe huge amount to make a huge difference, but it's. I think it is definitely better, and I think there is more to work with. Oh, for sure. I think this well and truly increases her chances of qualifying for me. Um, look, there was some gnashing of teeth about changing of the song. You don't have to submit your song until the last minute type of thing, and this is what Malta have gone with. Apparently, in the guidelines or the hold terms with it, it isn't. It is about choosing the artist for mesk, even though it's not presented that way. Um, oh, did someone read the fine print? Uh, apparently, so <laughs> don't hold that as gospel. I mean, I still think it's a, what we say here in Australia about t- passing the pub test, and I just don't think going through a national final to choose an act and then changing it passes the pub test for me but it is what it is she is what she is i am what i am apparently (laughs) and look we've got it and you know i there's some elements that i quite like i think it's definitely got some um more hooks in there to things to remember with i think i really like her and i do hope she has a good vehicle to to do a good job at um at eurovision so it's feeling a bit guilty pleasure because i know how much of a copy paste job it is of stuff but i can't help but kind of enjoy it a little bit yeah yeah i think I think it's the the copy paste might be uh, punished by juries a little, maybe not so much by the telly vote. But uh, look, I think she's a very talented artist, and and uh, as I say, I think this definitely increases her chances of getting through to that Saturday night. I've got to talk about that video though. Ah, uh, I tell you what, the the usage of diversity mm. tick box stuff. There was more tick box in that music video than a diversity page on a government funded annual report, yeah. where they just get one of everybody in and do it. And it felt a little bit icky. I mean, maybe you know, her from Malta trying to get a public vote is actually the uh, the biggest minority of the lot because they really struggle with the telly vote. They do never they never do well. Christabel in Taboo virtually got nothing and she came fourth, I think, with the juries in that semi. Mm. So they struggle telly and I disagree with you. I don't think there's a lot of telly vote appeal with this and mm. I think they need some jury to have any hope of getting over the line. I think there's a little more than there was in the last song. A point. Um, I will say they have like, the United Kingdom and Australia that and, does help. and Ireland all in their semi final. That's true. That's all true. English speaking countries. So I don't know. I don't think all's lost there for more. There's Malta. a lot of English speaking songs. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true.
All right, there was actually quite a lot of other little bits of pieces of news during that last week where everyone's kind of sweeping things up to get it into the EBU. <laughs> First up, we had a revamp of the song from Israel, Michael Ben David with I Am. Um, what are your thoughts on the revamp? Oh, look, I mean, it is just a bit of a smooth out, a bit of a techno, and somehow they found a flute. Yeah. yeah, it was just this weird little bit in there. I, I don't think it's better, but I don't think it's necessarily that much worse. It is, it is what it is. It just sounds a little more polished and produced. It, it did sound a little demo, that first version. And to be honest, it, it's all about him when he, he performs this song, really. So that's going to be the make or break for them. Um, next one is we had um, a rebrand from Iceland, mm. Siga, Beta and Alin. We didn't really roll off the tongue. <laughs> they have rebranded to uh, Sister. Do you know what that... That's in Icelandic. Do you know what that um, translates to? I'm assuming it translates to non-qualifier. Is that, <laughs> is that what it's translating to? Well... No, look, I'm, I'm going to get murdered for that. A lot of people love this song. Uh, look... Uh, it, it is what it is. It's probably just a little easier to uh, to, to get off, get out for the commentators. I don't know if I would. I mean, it makes sense because I think they are sisters. But I mean, after Germany, um, oh, it's not yeah. filling me with a lot of um, hope to do something like that as well. But yeah, you know, that's that's fine. It makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Definitely. Um, big news though: Ukraine have mm. confirmed they will be competing in some capacity. Now they are going to be doing the live on tape um, at the very minimum. Uh, whether they will be in Turin is still up for um, confirmation, obviously. So, um, but great that they'll be performing in some capacity. Fantastic, absolutely great. I think the EBU should try and help them as much as they can. Uh, it would be a shame if it is just the uh, live on tape, but at least it'll be the live on tape. There will be some representation for them, and I think at this point it is incredibly important that we see them there. And uh, good luck to them. Yeah, yeah. I think we spoke about this in one of our bonus episodes, and you know, I think we spoke about the fact that it, they may feel like, well, it feels wrong. To to, to leave the country in the state and then go, but I think it's so important for everybody that they could go and perform on stage. I think it would would be so strong symbolically. So mm-hmm. yeah. I hope they get to, but I could also totally understand why they may not want to, to to do it as well. Absolutely, as long as there is some representation there, I think that is incredibly important. Indeed. All right. Well, also in the grand final, we did have the draw of Italy's position. That does happen well ahead of mm-hmm. the competition itself. They drew ninth in the running order. A lot of over analysis as always. Yes. Uh, do you think that's a good, bad thing for Italy? Um, yeah, fantastic. I, I don't see any problem there with, with drawing ninth. We've had winners from around that area before. They are being touted as a possible winner. So, um, yeah, can't see that affecting them too much. Yeah, you could win from that kind of... It's probably a little earlier, but like 10, 11, 12, 13th areas, oh, I think yeah. definitely had quite a few. I think Conchita was 10th, maybe. I'm pulling that out of my Just head. So go back to the green room, knock down a few Proseccos after that and enjoy the show. <laughs> exactly. True, true. All right. Well, so that was the week's news. Um, just looking at very little week ahead at the moment because we're in that early stage of that kind of... Um, mid-season i would almost call Mm, it yeah pre-party season. pre-party season talking about pre-party we have the very first one so this weekend in barcelona um there is going to be 11 eurovision acts performing this is always really good because we get to see the performances they do what they're live what they're like on stage Mm. even some of them you know a lot of these have done national finals before but it's just you start to have a bit of a they're up against each other 
things start to move in odds yeah. and favourites. Always very enthusiastic, the crowds in Spain, and always well presented as well. So we'll get a good idea of, you know, fingers crossed they're singing live. We don't have a Romanian national final kind of situation. But, um, yeah, look, interested to see some of these songs starting to come alive. And they will have Madrid as well, as well um, Spain. So they've got two. So going which, to... Which is amazing. Like, one of the best pre-parties oh, of the whole season. Exactly. Fantastic. I'm interested about this Barcelona one. So we've got Weird Domi, Renella from Albania, Brooke from Ireland, Chanel from Spain, Vladana from Montenegro, Achille Laro from San Marino. That'd be mm. interesting. Monica from Lithuania, City Zeni from Latvia, Emma Musket from Malta, WRS from Romania. Mm. Will he sing live? Uh, well, he did. <laughs> um, and Subwoofer as well from Norway. Oh, so fantastic. you can see the people getting out and about. And a few are even... Um, from the UK, Sam Ryder was about to perform on Bulgarian TV today. So they're doing some promo. They're getting out and about again. So UK, definitely coming. And good to see Brooke from Ireland getting out there as well. We're interested to see how that one comes alive on stage rather than that studio performance we saw at Eurosong. So now we are talking about all the 40 songs. We will be doing our country by country episode where they're about 10 to 15 minutes each where we rank them we get the teams ranked we have all comments so there's 40 episodes of those mini bite-sized ones coming up mike yeah looking forward to that oh from the man who does all the editing what a joy that's gonna be <laughs> Dale. but look it is always really fun um we we never know each other's ranks and mike never knows the team's ranks beforehand so it is something we go through as well we are also going to be doing something with our patrons um from the the who are supporting us for the podcast and supporting Aussie Vision. So um, also big thanks to Carl, Liv, Vel and Alana for signing up as patrons in the last week and a bit. So very much appreciate their support. Yeah, thanks so much for that, guys. And um, looking forward to their views come the uh, preview episodes as well. Yes, so we will be um, looking at doing some rankings with the patrons and getting some comments for some of our content. Mm. So wait and see what's happening. And if you haven't signed up already and interested, uh, check out the link in the show notes. Well, Dale, for a change of pace, should we head off across the pond there, off (laughs) to America for the American Song Contest, which kicked off this week. Uh, They're at Universal Studios in Hollywood. Now, what's your first impression of the shows and our first heat that we had this morning? I was really impressed, actually. I I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected to when the 11 songs came out. You know, I've been excited about the artists. There's a lot of different diversity of acts and, you know, very inexperienced, very experienced. Mm. Um, So I didn't really know what we were going to get. And the songs are really good. And then the show was really fun and really enjoyable. Great staging. Kelly Clarkson and Snoop Dogg were amazing. Loved Snoop. I thought he, he, he really kind of stole the show. Fantastic stage, too had that almost, I don't know, it kind of reminded me of the, the Danish stage, but also had those sort of Melfest elements as well. No surprise there, really, I guess, considering the producers. Exactly, with Chrissy Bjorkman behind it, very much so, with others as well, of course. But yeah, just loved it when, I mean, you had Kelly Clarkson with a cocktail in her hand mm-hmm. and Snoop Dogg waving the Puerto Rico flag after their song. It was it was wild. They were wearing cheese heads for the yeah. for what was uh, Wisconsin. and mm. So you get to know the states, you get to know the artists, and mm. I think they saw it really well and they were singing along to every song it was it was really good yeah nice little postcards the works wasn't it um well there wasn't this is the way they run it there'll be one jury qualifier announced at the end of the show he'll go through to the semi-final and this week's was from rhode island this is houston with held on too long don't you worry about me i'll be fine 
guess we had on too long. He closed the show, Dale. Um, Very emotional ballad. um, And I really thought the postcard gave it some, you know, real uh, context as well. I know you really liked this song. What did you, uh, were you surprised it got the ticket? No, I wasn't surprised I got the ticket. It had jury appeal written all mm. over it. I thought so too. It, it really had this wonderful mix of someone, he, he very much told his story in the postcard that matched the song really well. Um, imagine a kind of like tatted up, a bit more gritty version of the sensitive bear from Norway, Carl Epson ah, from yes. 2014. Sort of Carl Epson's criminal cousin. Yeah, sort of basically from, he's from come America. out of prison, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then he sung his own emotional ballad. I think there was um, very different, very gruffy, growly stuff it was almost not there's Chris Stapleton a big country star paired that country back and you kind of got the sound of that voice Hmm. not a a, a very solid voice very lovely emotional ballad and great staging so I just thought when you have 50 plus jury members that's going to appeal to everybody yeah I thought it was very good very strong Uh, let's talk about some of the others that caught the eye perhaps Um, we had opening the show from Minnesota Yamhas what did you think of them yeah, very good, solid alternative pop rock. They did a pretty decent job. It was a good show, and it was, not it? Nice and uh, up-tempo. Uh, second out was from Oklahoma, our K-pop star, Alexa. Jeez, that was some staging, and there was a lot going on there, wasn't there? That staging was phenomenal. Like, staging of the night, brought the K-pop vibes, uh, very popular. A lot of people just watched because of her, so... I think she'll get through in the three that qualify from the tally vote. Mm, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, yeah, lots going on the staging. There was acrobats and everything. Love the way she ended the number by just falling backwards off the stage. Terrific. Um, the country song by Kelsey Lamb was third, uh, third up from uh, Arkansas. I thought that was really nice, and I'm not a much of a country person. Yeah, look, I'm a big country person. This sounds very country radio, very lovely um, little ballad you could hear maybe on a, an album track of Carrie Underwood or a Miranda Lambert song. She did a really good job of it. I know of Kelsey Lamb because I watched A Very Country Christmas, a terrible Christmas movie that she was in. So I actually know this. Um, but it was really lovely. And uh, I think she might struggle to get through, but I thought she did a really good job and lovely staging. Um, one of the big names from the entire competition, and probably the big name from this uh, heat, was, of course, out of Connecticut, was Michael Bolton. Um, what did you think of him and his song, Beautiful World? Well, first of all, can we say this was your favourite song going into it? In the studio. Yes, it was my favourite song. It's a well-written song, Dale. Very well-written. Can I just say, um, I didn't think much of his choreography. No. Didn't really bring the verve and vigour to the stage. He just kind of stood there and literally didn't move. He pointed at one point, but he looked confused. Like his, he had his, like his brow was furrowed, mm. and and he, he at points he did get to like unleash a little bit on his vocal, which is nice to see that lovely Michael Bolton voice because it is fantastic. But it just. Yeah. It was disappointing, wasn't it? It was. I, I think, unfortunately, and I'll say it, I think it was unfortunate to see an artist past his prime, which is, is the feeling I got. Yep. But you're right, when he went into those big power notes, it, it was that unmistakable Michael Bolton yeah, sort of tone. So uh, that was good to hear. A uh, couple of others that caught our eye here. Uh, Wisconsin, Jake O. I thought he was probably the performance of the night for me. Real, real energy, good song, and great staging, great use of lasers and all sorts of stuff. 
stuff. So I don't know. I'm hoping he gets through in the uh, the online vote. Yeah, he really impressed a lot of people. He has um, this nouveau retro style that he said he started, which kind of put me off him. Um, <laughs> but basically, the song itself, though, was really good and a great performance. And I do think it would add a lot. And mm. I think if you had those votes that happened at the show itself, I would probably, I think he would get through. But then when you have a few days and maybe some other popularity comes into it, he's a very kind of, his numbers on social and stuff are very mm, low. So shame. we'll see what happens if he does get through or not. But um, I think thought he did a good job. Definitely one of the eye catchers on the night for me. And the last one I want to talk about, probably one of the real eye catchers, maybe for the whole competition coming up, was out of Wyoming. It's uh, Ryan Charles with his song, New Boot Goofin'. Uh, let's have a little listen to that one, shall we? So damn fresh that the red is still shaking. I worked all week just so I could get them. Hey, them a little sweet in the new snake skins. Let's go. I'm new boot goofing in the dime bag snake skins. Dale, you've been obsessed with this song since it was performed uh, this morning. I keep hearing it. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? I've been obsessed with it since it came out the day before. Um, <laughs> look, when I first heard um, when he was announced and I listened to some of his songs, I was like, oh, what is this awful cowboy rap? This is an embarrassment to kind of country music and to rap. Um, and then, then, it came, then the song came on and I just couldn't help it, but I just kept going back to it. I think when I did my rankings, I was like, oh, I'll put it about you know fifth and then i kept going and listening and listening i put it second and it was my second favorite today but it's my most played it's just everything it is everything you want from a memorable song it is the sunstroke project uh the moldova of the american song contest I think even I'm getting you won over by it, maybe because I'm playing so much, but there were so many people on Twitter today going, I know I shouldn't like this, but I kind of do. It's that Moldova effect kind of thing, yeah, isn't it? it Where is. you go, oh my God, what is this? But all of a sudden you're singing it for the rest of the day. Look, it is an awful song, just truly awful. And such a mishmash of, of genres. Um, the staging-wise, once they started doing the dancing at the end, it all came together. I thought the second half of it was much stronger than the first. But, um, gosh, it's catchy, and I wouldn't be surprised if this gets through, I to be honest. I hope it gets through. They need to improve <laughs> that staging, I agree. I expected more, um, but it's 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 fun. It deserves to go through. And he's a character, isn't he? You can see. You can just see he's a real character. So yep. definitely one to look out for if he gets through to the semifinals. I certainly enjoyed this week's uh, heat and I am certainly looking forward to what we get next week from Kelly Snoop and the crew. Exactly. And we get the songs here in Australia at Monday midnight in the morning with the show on Tuesday morning. We actually get them way before America and Europe because we get them at midnight our time. But we can't officially watch it. (laughs) Well, no, we can't officially watch it. Um, If you want to watch it, um, there are no official Australian links, but just slide into our DMs and uh, we might be able to to hook you up with something. All right. I think that should wrap it up for the week there, Dale. Thank you so much for joining us out there. Yeah, thanks again. And let's look forward to the pre-party season and now the American Song Contest. Yeah, something else to keep an eye on. Thanks, guys. See you later. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later. 